This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Three not-for-profit organizations are working on projects in the new year to better the lives of animals in southwestern Indiana. The largest is Warwick Humane Society, which began a $1.25 million capital campaign in November to raise money for a new shelter. Executive Director Lindsay Hedorn said the organization has outgrown its existing facility. As far as space goes, um, our lobby is used for many things, as well as pretty much every other room in the building. In 2021, a volunteer left the Humane Society a piece of land near the shelter and a monetary gift, which gave the organization a foundation to start fundraising for the new facility's development. The Humane Society hopes to begin construction on the new facility in May. The parent company of People's Bank in Munster has agreed to a consent order from the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and the Indiana Department of Financial Institutions. The order accuses Finward Bank Corp of, quote, unsafe and unsound banking practices related to the Bank Secrecy Act, or BSCA. The BSCA requires financial institutions to assist government agencies in detecting and preventing money laundering by filing reports of large cash transactions and reporting suspicious activity that might signal criminal activity. Activity, according to the U.S. Treasury Department. Specific details regarding the practices the bank is accused of were not provided. A request for more information by Inside Indiana Business was not returned. The city of Indianapolis hopes to move ahead this year with plans to renovate several CSX railroad overpasses adjacent to Union Station on the south side of downtown and sidewalks and roads that run beneath them. The project would include restoring many of the historic facades on the overpasses and make structural improvements to the bridges, while also adding protected bike lanes. Each street running below the overpasses, including adjacent stretches in the open air, would undergo improvements to cut down on vehicle parking, increase pedestrian access, and pay homage to historical and cultural milestones in the city's history. Work on at least one of the overpasses, either for Capitol Avenue or Illinois Street, could commence by the end of this year, with others coming in 2025 or later. The city wants to update the overpasses and corridors beneath them to make them more pedestrian-friendly with the addition of new lighting, improved sidewalks, and fixes to structural problems. While a total project cost has not been finalized, the city has said the all-in total would likely exceed $10 million. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. David Ricks, CEO of Indianapolis-based Eli Lilly & Company, is IBJ's Newsmaker of the Year. IIB's Alex Brown has more. Ricks doesn't run the biggest pharmaceutical company in the world, or the oldest, or one located in a glamorous U.S. coastal city. But as CEO of Indianapolis-based Eli Lilly & Company, he had an even bigger distinction in 2023. Lilly became the most valuable publicly traded drug company in the world. Rix led the company to milestone after milestone with a slew of product launches for diseases from obesity to inflammatory bowel disease. And when Lilly wasn't scoring wins in the laboratory, it was issuing a series of head-turning announcements, including the launch last spring of its largest capital expenditure ever on a single site – 
$3.7 billion for a new manufacturing complex in Boone County. In the process, investors rushed to buy Lilly's stock, creating a massive run-up in value. Shares hit a record high of $630 apiece, up more than 70% for the year. And even though Lilly is just the 12th largest drug maker in the world, with 2022 sales of $28.5 billion, the company is now the most valuable publicly traded pharmaceutical company in the world, eclipsing Johnson & Johnson, a company more than three times Lilly's size and revenue in market value last spring. Lilly is now worth more than a half trillion dollars, more than 10 times its value in 2010, when Lilly was considered a potential takeover target due to its sputtering pipeline and the looming patent expirations on its biggest sellers. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. Eight out of 10 people who caused the death of a child by abuse or neglect in Indiana in 2022 were the child's parents, according to an annual report by the state's Child Welfare Agency. The Indiana Department of Child Services investigated 308 child deaths in 2022 and determined that 61 were a result of abuse or neglect. Among the 80 people accused of contributing to the death of a child, 80% were the child's biological parents. In some cases, more than one person contributed to the death. The total number of deaths is up from 271 in 2021. The Indiana Department of Transportation is accepting applications for projects that could receive funding through the Community Crossings Matching Grant Program. The $1.5 billion program provides grants to support local road and bridge projects statewide. Grants are made available to cities, towns, and counties based on population. Applications for the spring 2024 funding round are being accepted through January 31st. In November, INDOT announced the recipients of the Fall 2023 matching grants, totaling more than $91 million. Seventeen women had abortions in Indiana since the state ban officially went into effect August 21st, with the majority falling under an exception for a lethal fatal anomaly. The Indiana Department of Health posted the third quarter terminated pregnancy report Friday afternoon, finding 764 abortions occurred between July 1st through September 30th, but only 17 of those happened since August 21st, when the Supreme Court decision upholding the new law was certified. Previously, abortion clinics stopped providing the procedure on August 1st. The 764 abortions over the three-month period compares to 2,967 over the same time the year before. The majority of the abortions, around 72%, were non-surgical using prescription medications. The new season of the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, begins next week. Until then, catch up on the latest episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, Radio On Demand.